fundraisers, I'm Don Lego, and it's that time once again to buckle up for a new episode of Raise Nation Radio, the one and only podcast made to inspire and fundraisers like you to continue making impact in our communities, building better tomorrows and exchanging ideas. So whether you're a trailblazer or seasoned pro, you'll pick up the trends that transform your fundraising. And together, we'll dive into lively conversations and chat with industry-leading fundraisers and thought leaders to explore hot-button issues and innovative ideas. So stay with us for the next 30 minutes while we inspire you to embrace the future of fundraising. And on that note, the future of fundraising, which I'm not so sure if it's the future or if it's the now, but we're going to get going on a really great topic. I have the pleasure of um, introducing to our Raise Nation radio audience, um, Steve Latham from Donate Stock. And so we couldn't be more appropriate when we say future of fundraising and let's get going and the you know next evolution of payment and all that stuff that I hope I'm going to learn about today. But Steve, how are you? Welcome to Raise Nation Radio. Doing well. Thank you for having me. Well, so great to have you, but I do want our audience to get to know you a little bit better. So can you just give us, um, you know, the 411, and I always date myself when I say that. My daughter's like, Mom, you're making yourself sound so old, but you know what? I'm going to go with it. Um, I'd love to know your background and how did you get here? You're, You're kind of at the crossroads of, you know, financial technology, philanthropy, giving, stock, like how did that all come together and how did you get there? Would you mind sharing that? Yeah, I'll try to give you the uh, the abridged version. Um, I started my career in finance. I was an analyst, then uh, I went to business school. After that, I went into private equity investing. And then, uh, like a lot of people in the late 90s, early 2000s, got excited about technology startups. So I joined a software startup um, in 1999 and kind of been in that space ever since then in, in technology and innovation and doing fun, disruptive things. Um, and then I started a couple of companies in the marketing technology space, uh, spent a career or spent started my career in Texas, uh, spent about a decade in New York, and then this moved back to, to Texas two years ago during COVID, actually. And it was about that time when I started thinking about uh, career choices and what I want to do. I kind of always focused on success. And then, you know, when I turned 50, it was more about let's, you know, think about what's more important and, and more things about thinking about significance more than success. And that was where I really had, a, you've always had a strong kind of, um, uh, I don't know if you want to call it altruistic benevolence or empathetic, you know, side of me, my mom was a fundraiser for the American Cancer Society when I was growing up. Oh. So spent a lot of time uh, setting up signs at golf courses, you know, doing fundraisers, et cetera. And I, you know, I'd always believe you should get back along the way and not wait till the end of life to start giving back. So I was thinking about what I wanted to do next. The last company I was with, it, you know, had a nice exit and I was thinking about doing, do I want to stay in marketing and advertising technology? The answer is absolutely not. I want to do something that's actually going to make the world better. And uh, in this idea of making terrible stock gifting came about from my own experience. Um, about over a decade ago, a friend of mine had told me about the benefits of donating appreciated stock to a nonprofit instead of cash. Namely that if you have stock that you've held a long time, if you donate that stock, uh, you can avoid the capital gains tax on it. Whereas if you sold the stock and donate the cash, you're going to pay the capital gains tax and the nonprofit gets a lot less uh, they get they're getting a smaller donation and you get um, your you can't have as much impact and the tax benefits aren't nearly as good so uh, I thought that sounds too good to be true I went through the process of trying to make a terrible stock gift it was such a, a painful process uh, doing it on my own that I never did it again and that was 
that was over a decade ago. And about two years ago, I was thinking about that and assumed someone had made it easy for donors and efficient and streamlined and automated and digitalized. Found out that no one had, and that was really the inspiration for what became Donate Stock. And I really then found like this is a place where, you know, I think if you uh, remember good to great dating ourselves here, like there's this idea, like if you can find something you're passionate about and that you're good at, and that can actually, you know, be economically sustainable, like that's your sweet spot. Like that's what you should do. And that was really felt like that. Was, this is more of a, you know, kind of a, a mission, you know, as much of it as a commercial opportunity. It's also about um, really bringing new ways for, for nonprofits to access fund, fundraising, um, new, new opportunities. And this also came out during COVID where we were just watching the death of live events um, and uh, event-based fundraisers, which so many organizations had really, you know, put all their chips on their big annual gala or their experiential uh, fundraising events. Um, and it was just heartbreaking to see these new organizations all of a sudden can't do the things that they'd done to raise money. At the same time, those are in the healthcare and humanitarian service are getting asked to do more, right? Because they were there to pick up, help pick up the slack all these people need during COVID and pandemic and um, physical and mental health, everything. And then they were not able to raise money. So they're having to lay people off at the same time. It's just a really hard thing to watch. And that's when I felt a sense of urgency. Like we really need to bring this to market now because households have been sitting on massive um, accumulation of, of wealth in, in terms of their stock portfolios, but they always think about donating to nonprofits from their checking account or from their credit card. And, and that's, that's a tiny, you know, if you look at household uh, financial you know, assets, only about one in every, for every dollar they have in, in checking savings, they have about seven to $8 in investments. So it's a much bigger pool. It's discretionary. It's a much better way for them to, to support causes. And with stock, it's much more tax advantage than donating through cash or credit. So it was just like, we need to make this happen now. So it was kind of, we try to, you know, we, we made a, a baby in three months to get our kind of initial prototype up in uh, December, 2020 with a handful of nonprofits. Uh, there was you know really good feedback. We said let's let's go really grow this, and that was really kind of how it came about. And then um, so I can tell you that the rest of the story as we go go through the questions. I don't want to just sit here and do a soliloquy for the next thirty minutes. Wow, uh, I mean I'm so I'm so intrigued, and I'm feeling a little deja vu because one yeah. cause kind of got its start the same exact way. Um, our original founders had found it difficult to, um, we, we started in mobile bidding back in 2008 and our original founders found it difficult to place their bids on a silent auction when they were at an event, the old fashioned paper way. Yeah. And they were like, it has, there has to be a better way. Yeah. One and one cause then bid pal was born. And you also so much remind me of um, a wonderful man who I admire greatly. One cause CEO who happens to have that you share the same name, uh, Steve Johns, who was looking for a career change as well. And, um, found his way to one cause because he felt that giving back and being more philanthropic and giving generous minded and just having purpose in your career is what he was looking for. So as you're talking, I'm like, whoa, lots of similarities here. Yeah. yeah very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I would definitely want to talk about the pain and, and, and then the tax benefits because it, oh, gosh, you, you, you kind of gobsmacked me. That's right. I mean, um, I'm, I'm middle class as middle class can be, but I do have more in my investment account than I do in my checking account. So I was, 
you know, stunned to hear the statistic. And it's so it's I think we just think in terms of making a payment via credit card when, wow, you know, the future of fundraising or the now of fundraising um, and we did learn through COVID that optionality and just giving meet, meeting donors where they are, meeting the wealth where it is, yeah. making it easy, like all that stuff. We we learned that the hard way through COVID because just relying on events and wasn't wasn't going to make it make us through the two years. So I'm really fascinated. But let's start with what are the pain points? Why, sure. you know, why is it so? Why was it? Is it so painful to just donate your stock? And then, then we want to get to all the benefits yeah. and and all of that stuff. Lay it yeah. on me. Let's start with the pain points. Yeah, and there's really there's really two sides to that to that to answering that question. Um, and that was my big question when I started this: as why do so few people donate stock? Why do so few nonprofits actually solicit or promote stock gifting? And I kind of knew the front end of that, like why it's hard for donors because I'd been through that experience. If you're if you want to donate stock to, to a nonprofit, you call them up and they say, okay, yeah, but you have to contact your broker and you have to do it through them. Contact your broker; they send you a form. You then have to go back to the nonprofit to get their DTC and their account, their their name, their address, all that. DTC? What's DTC? Uh, DTC is it's the basically the number of their brokerage in the depository trust uh, company system. It's a right. Big, so it's I'm out already. Yeah. You said yeah. DTC, and I'm yeah. like, I'm out. I, That's I, the same I thing. right? It's, okay. You wouldn't know, right? You're like, what's a DTC number? It's a brokerage number, basically. Every okay. Has a, a unique four-digit number, and that's how they know how to route the stock from point A to point B or account A to account B. And then you got to go back to brokerage and fill out a form with them, and then you have to submit that. Um, and when I did it, you couldn't just upload it; you had to bring it in or fax it. I didn't have a fax machines, so I had to hand deliver it. It was it was hours of research and calls and emails and and faxing that or delivery that I finally said it was too much hassle, yeah. not worth the not worth the benefit. Um, and that was really the original pain point we set out to solve. And what was interesting is, and we solved that pretty well. Um, we made it easy where a donor and just literally in uh, first time, five to 10 minutes can create an account, provide the brokerage info and initiate the stock gift all online in a few steps. But then we found out on the nonprofit side, there were two major structural problems. Um, the first of all, that 99% of charities can't get a brokerage account because the brokerages have um, what are called KYC, know your customer and AML anti-money laundering compliance um, requirements, and it, which translates into a cost for them. And unfortunately, a lot of small nonprofits have just been, um, you know, very high, more predisposed for uh, illicit purposes, for, for fraud, for money laundering. So there's a there's a really high bar if you're going to serve a small nonprofit to make sure that you really have an understanding of knowing your customer. And it takes it takes time and effort to, to, to go do that. It's a cost of the brokerages. The other issue is that small nonprofits generally don't have much in the way of assets. Brokers don't make money selling stock anymore. They make money building assets. So they want assets under management. And if you're a small nonprofit says, hey, we get 50,000 a year in stock gifts. We just want to sell the stock and move it into our bank account because nonprofits don't keep the stock you donate to them. They're I was going to ask you that. Yeah. So, it, it, yeah. you know, if it's I dull. have Home Depot stock and I want to donate it, yeah. I just transfer my Home Depot shares to um, XYZ and, and they, they and then he holds stock. But no, they actually they liquidate it. it into cash. Because they're not investment managers. And generally, the stock they're getting has run up and it can go down as we've seen in the last six months. Like what sure. can, can go down. You don't want to be the CEO of a, of a, a nonprofit that held a $100,000 stock gift and then it turned into $50,000. Yeah, okay. So okay. 
that's so it's an immediate that. liquidation. So they immediate. all sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Debtor okay. Got funds it. And charities all do the same thing. They sell the stock and then they move the money into either their endowment funds managed by somebody or their operating account. A lot of nonprofits are like, we're handing them out. Whatever we get goes right into our operating account to pay for salaries and uh, and and overhead. So. Uh, we found that, that there's a big problem there that because right when we, as we launched in like a beta in 2020 in December 2020 with a handful of nonprofits on the platform. And then we started getting inbounds and they were and these small nonprofits were saying, well, we're having a problem. We can't we don't have a brokerage account. We can't get one. They had gone to Vanguard and Fidelity and E-Trade and these guys. And they kept hearing the same thing. We just can't. We have a policy against serving small, small nonprofits. Unless you have a friend on the board who has serious clout with a brokerage, it's really it, it's tough to do that uh, to get that to get a brokerage account. So that was one problem we found. Um, the other problem we found, which was completely unbeknownst to us when we got started, was that there's a really big challenge if if you donated stock to let's say. Boys and Girls Club of Chicago, just pulling a, a charity out of, the, out of the air. And you um, want to donate stock to them. Now, let's say you own Apple stock, like it's the most widely held, highest market cap uh, stock out there. One in five donations we process are Apple stock. So everybody owns oh, wow. Apple. It's up 5x in the last five years. It's up 10x in the last 10 years. It's a great stock to donate. Well, if you and five other people all donate stock to the same organization around the same time, your identity does not travel with stock. So all they'll see in the brokerage account is five shares of Apple showed up, another five shares, another five shares. If you've not told them, I'm donating five shares of Apple on this date, we have knowing that it's your stock. So what happens is, and this happens for really large donations. I was speaking to the head of a, you know, a large university endowment fund. He says, we'll get a million dollar stock and, you know, hit our account and post our account. We won't know who it is for six months because they don't, they don't tell us in advance when they, yeah. when they raise their hand is when I've not received any acknowledgement, not a note, not a call. Not, Ouch. I gave you a hundred thousand million dollar gift, half million, <gasps> whatever. Oh. Gift. I gave you a really generous gift and I don't even get a thank you note. Oh. I at least get a receipt. And then Ouch. the profit's response is, we're sorry, what did you donate and when? And we'll go research it. So then they have to go back and see, did we get, you know, 100 shares of Apple on this, around this time frame? They'll say, yeah, this is one of our unclaimed lots that we received. And then they'll go back and say, we got your stock, here's your receipt. But it's a really bad donor experience. What you're yeah. saying. Early of course, and, and donor experience is everything. everything. We we've everything. learned that, everything. especially yeah. with trust, right? You need you yeah. you know where'd my money yeah. go? Like yeah, okay, yeah. I'm getting found, it. There's also a side kind of a, a lack of of expertise or familiarity for the nonprofits around what to do with stock. We get this questions all the time. What do we do with the stock when we get it? The answer is everyone's policy is just to sell it, but because they've never received stock, they're still learning all this. So it's a bit of a learning curve. It's a bit of an unknown for, especially for the smaller nonprofits, uh, but it's it's this amazing untapped source of funding. So we, we thought, okay, when we got to solve the problem to of access and inclusivity, make sure that every nonprofit can receive a stock gift. And then secondly, we got to make it easy for them to reconcile the gift and acknowledge the donor. And those were the two, the, the two big structural problems that we had no idea when we got into this, but those ended up being, you know, some of the hardest problems to solve. And, and important problems to solve at that. Yeah. Donor recognition. Thank you. You know, the gratitude having big donors trust the organization they're donating to. We just learned that from research that trust is the number one factor this year when donors make a decision to donate to a nonprofit. So now I'm hearing a lot of pain, Steve. I've got to be honest with you from the donor side, from the nonprofit side. I'm hearing a lot of pain and really fully utilized. Right. Okay. So you saw. So donate stock solves all of that. Is that right? Are you? 
Yeah. Do I have to edit this out now? Do you solve all of that? We do. Yeah. Wow. This is what's so exciting is we've really figured out how to solve what before was kind of an unsolvable problem. Um, so we, and we look at it for two sides. One is make the donor experience easy, allow them to donate what they want, when they want quickly, easily, give them notification, give them transparency in the process. That's another problem is missing is after the donor donates the stock executes it. A lot of times there's an, there's an expectation that it's immediate or instantaneous, just like a, any other type of transfer is. You Venmo somebody, they get it in you know one minute or 30 seconds, right? So it's we're kind of used to this instantaneous. Well, stock takes time to get transfer, you know, for the transfer instructions to be submitted, to get uh, go through the system and end up in the account. And then the broker, the nonprofit has to check their brokerage account to see if the stock came in. Then they have to make sure they know it's your stock. Then they can acknowledge the gift. Those are a lot of assumptions and they rarely all hold true. So what happens is donors, I just gave you $10,000 $10, of stock left my account. Have you got it? Have you received it? You know, let me know. And, and they're like, we don't even know what you're talking about. Oh. Uh, um, so it's, it's a really, uh, the opacity of the process is very opaque and it makes it very difficult. So um, we, we said, said there's a lot of pain points here. So first, let's make it easy for the donor. So they can initiate it. Give them a notification once it's been submitted. Um, we also then tackle the two problems on the back end for the nonprofits. First of all, uh, we, we created uh, a 51 c 3 Donate Stock Charitable. We have our own site, DonateStockCharitable.org, so you can learn all about it. It exists. It's charitable. Wait, what was that again? I, I want to donate stock. DonateStockCharitable.org. Got it. Okay. Thank you. So <laughs> it's reason for being is to process stock gifts, serve as like a clearinghouse for nonprofits that don't have a brokerage account. So it's about inclusivity and, and allowing everybody to receive a stock gift. So if you wanted to give uh, stock to a, non, a small nonprofit that like, uh, especially out in the, uh, in the communities, they don't have brokerage accounts. Their local banks don't, can't facilitate stock gifts. So they've really been excluded. Now, what will happen is your gift on would go to, from you to don, donate stock charitable where the stock would be sold. And then the proceeds, the cash proceeds would be sent via ACH to the nonprofit. So well, how a, long does that process take if I'm donating hundred shares of Apple to, yeah, what did you say? The Boys and Girls Club of Chicago. Yeah. How, how long does that process take? The minimum, if you add up all the days it takes to go through the system and after the stock is sold, it takes normally day, two days to what they call clear the transaction or to be settled where the cash is available. Normally it's about five days minimum from, from, from inception to now, uh, to, uh, to the cash is available. Now that, that assumes that the, tr the, the, the sending brokerage does it immediately. Oftentimes they don't, they sit on it or get stuck in a queue in the transfer office of your brokerage. Cause you might submit it today. They may not get to it till tomorrow or the next day. Um, it also assumes that the receiving the nonprofit uh, knows the stock hit their account. Cause they then have to log in, sell it manually. You can't have a standing sell order. You have to go in and sell it. And then it takes two days to settle for the cash is available. So anyway, so that when we process it, um, we, we send the, the transfer instructions to the sending brokerage, to your brokerage. It then sends the stock uh, through the system and we check, we've automated the, 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 through what's called API management. We can, through APIs, we can actually manage uh, the, the brokerage account. We can see when stock comes in, we sell it immediately. We notify the donor, the shares were received. They get an email. They also have a dashboard so they can see that in their dashboard, the status of the donation. We also notify the nonprofit when that donation was initiated. So when you initiate that, um, we'll, we'll, the, the nonprofit gets an email uh, saying, hey, Don Lego just, just uh, did a uh, um, donate 100 shares of Apple. And they know it's coming when the stock hits the, our account, 
we sell it, we notify the donor and the, and the nonprofit, and then we schedule the payment um, to, to, the, to the nonprofits of the proceeds. And we generally do that by them signing up with us, providing their, their, uh, their banking information, points of contact, a couple of things we need to verify their uh, eligibility to receive uh, gifts is a 501c3. Once they've done that, then it's just all automated and it's really efficient and easy with full transparency. So it's really providing the inclusivity uh, that's needed for all nonprofits to benefit from stock gifting and then making it very uh, efficient, transparent with full reporting and notifications. And then we can also, we also have some proprietary approaches to uh, to reconcile and stock gifts. So if you and I and five other people all donated five, 10 shares of Apple today uh, and only, let's say, so 50 shares were donated, but only 30 arrived by this time next week, we'd actually know whose stock arrived and whose didn't. So by, by reconciling that for each donor, you can quickly acknowledge them. We send them, we, we'll actually then send them the acknowledgement letter and the receipt. Uh, thank you for your donation to uh, Boys and Girls Club of Chicago uh, through Donate Stock Charitable. Here's your tax receipt, and we'll show them with full transparency. Here's the value of the stock when you transferred it. Here's the value when it was received and cleared. Here's the value of your gift. And so the, the value to the donor is the same as the value for the nonprofit. So it's really easy to match up from an auditing reporting standpoint. So it just it just removes the friction and the, and the the lack of transparency to make it fast, easy, efficient, and accurate. Wow. So check, 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 check. You've really solved for everything. Um, so for a nonprofit, what, what's the setup? I think I know the answer and I'm, I'm a little bit amazed. There's really, you just go to donatestock.com, right? And you can actually set up your page. I yeah. believe it's not that expensive. And your first transaction is covered by the setup. Do I have that wrong? And I apologize if I do, but let, let's look at the non-processing. Sure. Okay. I'm in. Yeah. How do I get started with donate stock? Can you take us through that process? Absolutely. So um, we, last year, we actually downloaded um, all the data for about a I don't know, somewhere between 1.2 and 1.5 million charities. And we actually created pages for every nonprofit that's in good standing with the IRS. No, so, no, you did not. You did. You will. Wait, repeat yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So we have a, a basically, if you're a nonprofit in good standing with the IRS, there's probably um, a page on, on donorstock.com where someone can make a stock gift to you today. And so okay. if, if you go make a stock gift uh, to a nonprofit that we've never spoken with, uh, you can initiate that on our site. We'll send the stock to our 501c3. We'll sell it. And we contact the charity and say, basically, you've got, you've got money. We've got a donation from you, from Don. Um, there's no cost to process this first one, but we do need you to claim your page. It's free to register with us at no cost. Provide the information, the KYC information I mentioned earlier. We need that too. Provide us some documents so we can verify your one, you're the right that your organization is a good standing. Two, that you are representing your organization, that you have the authority to do this. And then, um, and then we will once you've done that and, and execute terms of service, which are there's no cost. We're not exclusive. Um, we we're pretty 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 friendly when it comes to that. Uh, then we'll send you via ACH uh, the proceeds from this donation. And now that you're signed up, we'll help, we'll arm you with the content, the assets, the language, the messaging to go out and educate your donors, your board that, hey, we can now receive stock gifts. It's fast, it's safe, it's free for donors. It's easy for us. Um, they can go out and start promoting stock gifting and we'll arm you and enable you and, and help you go out and start act, you know, unlocking stock gifting as a new way to raise funds. 
So that, that's kind of our okay. model. Yeah. I'm actually doing this right now. So cool. most of our audience knows that my daughter runs a small nonprofit to support individuals on the autism spectrum. And you're absolutely right. It You, you just have to go claim a page. And yeah. now you have a new revenue stream and you don't really stop there with just the, 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 the software or the tech, techno technology behind it to get started. You're actually educating the nonprofit on, Hey, how to, how to go to market with yeah. this. How do you, you accept cash, you accept ACH, you accept credit cards. This could not be easier. You just claim a page and you have, you, yeah. you have a new, Oh my gosh, yeah. this is unbelievable. Why does, why does every nonprofit not just claim their page? Um, well, that's a good question. Uh, the, the, it kind of, it's inversely proportional to the size of the organization. So small, mid-sized ones, they're they're They look at it as a no brainer. That's the word we hear because it's free. Like, and, and once you're up and running, we just, uh, charge a, a small, generally a 3% transaction fee, about half all in with the generally paying, you know, for, for, for a credit card with processing and everything. So we're, we're unlocking a new source of funding at a below market rate. There's no upfront costs, no fixed costs, no SAS fees. It's no brainer. Yeah, it really oh. is, yeah. And so then we'll also, once you, once you set up your account, we have a nonprofit portal where in there you can get an image, like a donate stock button to put on your site. So you can then say, hey, uh, we now accept stock gifts. We provide the content to educate your donors on oh. the benefits of stock gifting. Like, here's why stock makes more sense for you. It's pre-tax. You avoid the capital gains tax. You get the right off the full fair market value. We get a bigger gift. Give us your pre-tax gift, not your after-tax gift. That's really the message. Um, let us have the money, not the IRS. Like, support us with pre-tax. Right. So yeah. that's what I was yeah. just, that's where I was going to go to next. So to the nonprofit you know, what's their story? What's their talk track to the, to their donors? And that is the tax benefit. It's, it's, you're typically going after uh, a larger donation when you're talking stocks. It's very possible that it's a much larger donation. And you're also helping that donor with any type of um, tax implications. So can we talk about that a little bit? Because this is becoming more and more a no brainer. Literally you go to donatestock.com, you claim your page, you get, you now have an icon, just like you have your Visa, MasterCard, you know, all of your different ways to pay, Google pay, Apple pay, you have your donate stock. You've made it so easy. There's no cost. I, I, I can't, like, I hope the audience right now is doing what I'm doing, that they're on donatestock.com and just claiming their page because everybody should be doing that. But what is the talk track? So nonprofits who are maybe driving their kids to school right now, listening to this, how, what, what are they saying to their donors? Hey, you might want to consider this because fill in the blank for us, Steve. Well, it's, it's more tax advantage for you because if you give stock, you're, you're getting basically you're avoiding tax legally on the capital gains. And you're big, getting a bigger donation uh, deduction, itemized deduction, because you can donate the fair value of it. If you've owned it more than a year, that's the key. You have to, IRS requires okay. it to be a, a long-term gain. So if you've held it a year plus, then it's long-term and you can you can get to, you write off the fair value, regardless of what you paid for it. And then you get to avoid the capital gains. So it really stacks up uh, in terms of savings. And for the nonprofit, they are larger gifts because someone who might, let's say I bought you know $1,000 of Apple stock five years ago. Today, it's worth about $5,000. If I donate that, then my tax savings, I won't bore you with the math, they'll add up to about $2,500 in tax savings. 
that I'm going to save by giving you $5,000 of stock that I paid a thousand dollars for. So I'm basically sharing my winnings or my earnings with you in a right. tax advantage way. And we, in our, in our asset portal for the nonprofits, we provide all of this, including like the language, you don't have to learn how to explain it. We'll just copy paste, put it, personalize it in your own tone. I love that. Like it's not just that. the software. It's really, you're helping them market yeah. this as well. And we also, we have, a, we have a daily onboarding session you know, we have live support, which is unique in our industry. <laughs> if you get a chat during business hours, you'll get a person. Uh, we have live support, live uh, onboarding every day at noon uh, central, where we'll actually walk you through the, the playbook. So we have a kind of a how to get started, um, you know, in, implement your button. On I your see button. that. Right. I, I see it. And uh, here's a letter to your board informing them and asking them to make a donation so they can try and just get. A, oh. Here's a letter to your nonprofit or to your supporters. Put this in your, you know, do a press release. Say, hey, we can now accept stock gifts. It's, just, you know, put out locally. Um, th- there's a lot of things you can do. Put, here's some social posts. We provide all this, all this templates you need to start just promoting and say, here's a new, more uh, a tax advantage way to give. It's fast, it's safe, it's free for you as a donor. It's more tax advantage for you, better for us. Everybody wins. Um, this is a new way to support us. You might be feeling cash poor, but you probably stock rich if you look into your, you know, what you have and how long you've owned it. Um, and and so that's what just makes it a real win win for everybody. We've had we've had some amazing guests on Race Nation Radio, but I would have to say this is probably the one episode where our audience can listen and literally, or while they're listening, start fundraising. Yeah. In, in a new, in a brand new way. I'm really, I, I, I need, well, let, let's talk about some success stories sure. because I know that's next, right? How many customers are, you know, how many nonprofits are you currently working with? But is there any story that stands out to you that, I mean, that could be the icing yeah. on the cake to this story. Yeah. I mean, sold, like I'm, I'm going yeah. to grab my daughter after this and our board and be like, okay, let's get this yeah. on the website. So it is a no brainer for sure. Right. But we it always want to hear yeah. success stories. Do, can you have anything that you can share with us? Absolutely. So we have um, to date as of uh, we were, we're, right at around 10 million in stock gifts we processed to date and all that's since when? when, when did you, when did... 12 months? Oh, okay. Yeah. So we exited beta last summer and then did some, uh, it's really started. Yeah. Last August is really when we kind of went live. It was actually national nonprofit day, which, which I think it was yesterday. Um, last year we did kind of a, a, a launch campaign on that day with some matching. And that was kind of the first day we really started doing stock gifting. So we just crossed to one year since then we've processed, um, Close to 450 donations. Um, average donation to date has been about 5,000. Now that's normalized. We've had some larger ones. We've had them from $80, you know, one share of, of, uh, of I forget what it was, about an $80 donation all the way to seven figure. So we've had kind of everything in between. You know, when people say what's the average gift, I'm like, well, it, you know, it's, it's, it's 500, 5,000 or 50,000, depending on, depending on who's making the gift. So it, it, surprisingly, you know, there's quite a few five figure and six figure gifts as well, but I, the average is five grand, the median's about 2000. So that's just for context. Mm-hmm. What's, what's really interesting is um, we see proportionally those that market stock gifting do better than those that don't, right? So we, those that actually really embrace it and make it easy for their donors. Again, the donor experience is really critical. Make it easier for your donor to give what they want, how they want, when they want. Meet them give, where they are. Give them transparency, acknowledge them quickly, and they're going to make more donations to you. The, our average donor on our platform has made um, on average about 1.5 gifts. 
So we see, and that's just in 12 months. When I think when we start thinking about this as a recurring thing, people do every year, especially, you know, when you get into November, December, that's where, you know, the almost, I hear different numbers anywhere, 30 to 50% of gifts are take place in that period. Uh, that's especially when people are doing with stock when they're year in tax loss selling, tax planning, that's when they do a lot of their charitable giving with appreciated um, assets. So um, a couple of case studies I'd, I'd pull out. One is um, on, a, on a, a really, you know, large scale, probably far and away our, our showcase success story is World Central Kitchen, Chef Jose Andres. World been, Central Kitchen. Okay. Yeah. They've been doing what do they do? Uh, they basically, wherever there's a disaster, they have people on the ground feeding people in masses. They've fed. Got it. I'm familiar in, with them. Okay. They're in Eastern Europe within, I think, 72 hours of uh, Ukraine being invaded. They've fed tens of millions of people or tens of millions of meals in Eastern Europe, in Ukraine. Um, they get a ton of press, a um, ton of visibility. And they're, they're really good. If you go to their site, you go to wck.org, ways to give, donate stock is really evident there. They, you click on that, you go to their page that we that we power, and you can make the stock gift. And so... Um, when they with you with all the outpouring of support for Ukraine relief back in March, April, February, March, April, uh, we, they just they they killed it. There's no other way to put it. Um, they just because they had so many people that wanted to support what they were doing on the ground to help people in need. And they just made it easy for donors to donate stock. It's really simple and it put it out there, made it visible. And they've done uh, very, very well, you know. We're, you know, into the millions of dollars, you know, of, of stock gifts that they've been able to get, which um, it, it's just, it's just, a, it's, a, it's a really wonderful thing to be part of because we can, you know, feel like we helped kind of facilitate that. Um, on, a, on a more local regional basis, we've had so many, you know, great stories that have bubbled up. Um, one of which uh, there's an organization in Miami called Chapman Partnership. They really, they're, I forget how many years old they are now. They're, I think around, they're decades old. Um, they have, uh, their homelessness and healthcare uh, for in you know inner in Miami and Dade County and they uh, amazing organization and I, when I met with their CEO last fall I don't think they'd actually ever received stock gifts if they did it was a real weird one off basis it was like once in a while and they signed up and then within like two weeks of signing up they had received like one six figure gift uh, from a you know from a longtime supporter who all they do say is we can now get stock gifts. And she said, great, here's a, here's a, here's a huge gift. That organization actually then hosted an event back in May on FinTech and philanthropy. And I was, you know, asked to come speak at that. And at the, at the events, uh, there was, there's, they invited, it was with Miami Dade County and their uh, nonprofit or, uh, kind of support group and, and the CIO for not for Miami Dade County, because it was about finance, FinTech and philanthropy. And they probably had over 150 nonprofits there at this big event, Intercontinental. And one of the organizations that was there, I think, it was, ironically, it was called um, it's called Take Stock in Children, which was kind of an interesting. We love that name. They oh my gosh! Perfect play. Yeah. yeah. They signed up, and literally within a week, they'd received, I think, a fifty thousand dollars gift. It was just a such a neat, you know, story where you don't know what you're going to get until you make it aware to your, make it, you tell your donors. We, one of the challenges we run into is nonprofits say, well, we don't, we don't, we never get asked about stock gifts. And we're like, because they don't even know to ask. Right. There's a lack. I of wouldn't money. know. Sure. Very I mean, people, I, yeah. Very few people wear the benefits of donating stock um, because um, for, for other reasons we can get into, if you want, there's a reason that stock gifting has been like the best kept secret in personal finance um, because those that should be telling you, i.e. your financial advisors, generally um, they have a disincentive to do so. It's not about assets leaving your account. It's about 
them having to do all the work for you. If they tell you, hey, Don, uh, you know, if you donate appreciated stock, you, it's a better way than selling some of this stock once you just donate some of your gains. And that's a great way to get the write off, reduce your concentration, harvest some gains gains here. And your response is, that's great. Here are six organizations I want to support. Please go donate to each of them. That advisor broker now has a ton of work to do right. to do that for you. So if asked, they'll do it, but they're not going to volunteer it because it's just, it creates a ton of work. They don't get paid for it. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's a marginal decrease in assets from your portfolio, but it is, it is work and time they don't have. They just, they're Average advisor has 150 customers. They don't have the time to go chase down small gifts for a bunch of clients and go contact the charities and do all the paperwork for you, right? So um, that's that's one reason it's not really well known. So just because your donors aren't asking you about it doesn't mean they won't do it. And you're not going to find Why out. Why not try it, though? I mean, it, it, you yeah, just so claim not. a page and, and yeah. you're putting an icon. You support the nonprofits with so many different and wonderful tools. You're, you've educated us so we can plant the seed and educate our donors. And I don't know, I think we just did a research study at One Cause. And one of the number one reasons that a donor will um, make their contribution to a nonprofit was that they trust them. I I feel as if if there is a I we accept stock, we have the infrastructure to accept, you know, uh, uh, what's a typically a complex transaction there's a level of trust there. You know, I, I think that you're, you're elevating that nonprofit from taking PayPal, right. And, and things of that nature. I think you've just elevated their presence and you've given the optionality and you've allowed nonprofits to meet the donors where they are. It's yep. just fascinating how I, I, I can't believe we we've talked for 30 minutes solid and I've, I've hung on your every word. I, we will be claiming our page, uh, Later today, for sure, it is absolutely a no-brainer. But how do we get in touch with you? We talked a couple of times. It's donatestock.com. But if, if somebody want, needs more from you or wants to speak to you, how, how, how do we get in touch with Steve yeah. Latham? Well, we have live chat. Um, you can submit a contact form. We, we've made it where you can claim your page. We provide all the information, FAQs, where in theory you could go do all this yourself. But we have daily we have a daily briefing for organizations that have not yet registered that are in the, that are thinking about it. Um, What's to think about, but okay. <laughs> yeah. If they have questions, right. There's a lot of, a lot of, this is brand new for a lot of organizations. Um, and then we yeah. have daily uh, kind of onboarding sessions as well. Um, so we, those are two separate sessions we have uh, basically every day to, to every day. Wow. Every no You've done yet. such a great job. I mean, you didn't just solve a problem and throw some solution to it. You really put a lot of intentionality and thought behind every, yeah. every step of it. So I applaud, applaud what you're doing. Yeah. If we're going to see you in person, are you out and about at all? Um, yeah, in, I'm attending this conference in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's the name of it? Would I know of it by any chance? Uh, maybe. There is a conference <laughs> in Chicago. Yeah, we're excited. Yeah, yeah we're super around. excited to welcome um, the Donate Stock uh, team to um the race conference coming up in Chicago in just a couple of weeks. We're recording just uh, in August, right before the conference. And I believe Steve, you're going to be participating on a panel discussion. Yeah. The future of fundraising, but it's not the future. It's the now, isn't it? It's think of it as next gen philanthropy. It, it, it's a new way of thinking about how to make it easy for your donors and improve that donor experience and, and position yourself to, you know, to, to get more of their, you know, their investment wallets. So, um, we're excited, you know, we to some of, I think 
Every nonprofit should say to a donor, how do you want to give? You want to write a check? Fine. You want to do credit card? You want to do ACH? You want to do PayPal? You want to donate stock? You want to donate crypto? Take your pick, right? Whatever is easiest for you, we're going to want to facilitate that and make the experience as pleasant as possible for you. And that's what research tells us that that donors want for sure. User experience, customer experience, donor experience, every nonprofit, whether they want to admit it or not, are in the donor experience game. They're competing for share of wallet with a million and a half other nonprofits. And there are some great causes out there. And those that do a great job of, you know, of um, engaging their donors and, and, and telling their story, right? Telling the story and connecting with them on an emotional level and making it easy for them to do financial transactions, they're going to win. And, and I think yeah. that's, you know, that's our, our hope is to be part of that and help them, you know, at least shore up some areas and, and, and position them for success. Yeah, well, I love your story. I love your passion. I mean, it's, it's so much more than, than a software solution. Um, I can't wait for you to meet Steve Johns personally yeah, at yeah. Uh, Ray's because I, I'm hearing so many similarities between the two Steves. Um, but it's uh, you're really changing the trajectory of giving for sure. And uh, I applaud you. Yeah. Thank goodness that you had a difficult experience years ago. And we're yeah. like, hey, there, there needs to be a better way because you're just doing some some really great things. Fearless fundraisers. I hope you heard that. And I hope you're going to donate stock.com right now, just claiming your page. And remember your first transaction is free as well. So just get, give it a try and get all the education. Come visit us at raise, learn more, and then give donate stock a call. Um, Unfortunately, that's about all we have time for today. I really want to thank you for listening in. We hope you enjoyed today's raise nation topic and your daily dose of fundraising inspiration. Tune in for a new episode release every Thursday at 12.30 p.m. That's Thursdays, 12.30 p.m., new releases. In the meantime, be sure to listen to all the episodes on Raise Nation Radio. Follow the channel that you like best. We stream on 10 channels and on demand at onecause.com. But you can get the notifications about our new guests and you could tune in to um, some other special episodes. We know that you fundraisers are doing amazing things to build better communities and build better tomorrows. All your stories are inspiring. You won't want to miss a single episode and you won't want to miss trends and tips like we just heard today so that you could capture those um, big donations as well. I would like to thank our sponsor, One Cause, for making the episode possible. One Cause is driving the future of fundraising with easy to use software solutions that help nonprofits connect with their donors. Be sure to check One Cause out at onecause.com and visit the resource tab on the homepage for a broad catalog of eBooks and blogs and all sorts of information that you'll find helpful. A huge shout out and thanks to my guest, Steve Latham, CEO and founder of Donate Stock, shared just some awe-inspiring information with us today. I appreciate your very uh, authentic and educational voice. I um, have to ask you one last thing. Any last words of inspiration for our audience? Um, I'd just say that the beauty is in the struggle. That's where the growth and the opportunities come from. So view, view challenges as opportunities to grow. I love that. The beauty is in the struggle. Well, not that I want anybody to struggle, but um, I get what you're saying. Well, thank you so much for being a guest. I'll see you in a couple of weeks at the Raise Conference. We're looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to claiming um, my daughter's page for her nonprofit and hopefully getting our first uh, stock transaction. Um, but fearless fundraisers, that is a wrap. Until next time, I'm Don Lego. This is Raise Nation Radio. You stay fearless out there. Yeah.